This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. Good day, folks, and welcome back to another edition of the Charged Up Bolts podcast, episode 101. Um, I'm John Walsh Jr., joined by my fellow co-host, Dan King. How's it going, buddy? Evening, was I'm doing good. How are you doing? Not bad. Um, it stopped raining at last. Yeah, God, it was, um, it was something. I had to take a different route home uh, just because of flooding. Yeah, but, it was crazy. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, on the way to work this morning, 20 to 6, uh, I would say the wipers are on full blast, but the wipers weren't on at all. Uh, I got some wax on the windscreens, but uh, it was absolutely banging it down. Um, caused no ends of problems on the roads today. Everyone out there is listening, uh, is safe. And it, for all those that are not listening, are also safe. <laughs> But less but, so. But less so, yeah. Um, how was your Halloween? Uh, it was good, it was good. Um, we did very little because the little lads, he's he's two next Thursday, so it's, it's a little beyond him. But we did dress him up in a skeleton outfit and a pumpkin outfit. Um, apart from that, I'd say we did uh, nothing. How about yourself? Uh, not a lot. We've just, uh, in the process of getting our house decorated, hence why I'm stood in the kitchen, uh, had to improvise, open a few cupboard doors for some uh, acoustic suppression. That sounds like a very fancy term. So, yeah, it's been a busy week for my wife and I. She's currently not very well. Um, she's got today off. She had to send my best. Off. I've got half a day tomorrow, so sort of a bit of a, a long weekend. And I've also managed to get Thanksgiving off on the Friday. So looking forward to... Uh, NFL Thanksgiving. But, uh, I also yeah. have those days off. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Starting on the 17th, I am off for 10 days. That's, um, that's 10 quality. working days as well as the weekends. So um, I have, we're not allowed to be contacted in that time either, even if everything hits the fan. So wow. from the 17th of November till the 1st of December. Uh, employees' rights. If you're an employer out there, a line manager, that's the way to do it. I, I do you know what? I'd, I'd love to say it was because it's in the favour of the employees, but it's not. It's a very business forward thing, but it's cool. <laughs> I actually refuse to uh, answer emails um, or text messages when I get home. I have a long day. I don't normally get. I see. I go one step further. I, I don't. I don't respond when I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Love it, mate. Love it. Um, I feel. Let's get well. Football. We're, we're here to talk about the Chargers. And all the uh, 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 trade uh, that went on, uh, or lack of trade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Woo, uh, busy. Uh, looking ahead <laughs> to uh, Atlanta in, in Georgia, not Russia, for those of you listening in the UK. Georgia on the east coast of the United States, just north of Florida. Let's talk about the trades or lack of trades. Dan, I'm not surprised that we um, didn't go out there... Um, uh, in the in the bargain basement or or window shopping, yeah. Like obviously, you hope there is something. You hope that just given the the kind of like list of who's available at wide receiver for us, it's just kind of a bit like, oh, is there nothing we can do? But of, of course, you've you've shared with us privately and in a second the the reasons behind this, the reasons why it might be a bit harder for us than we had initially thought. Yeah, Tom Telesco, um, he's not the one for making a trade for trade's sake. Um, 
He doesn't see that any of the players out there uh, make a fit for the team. Uh, and, and that's very important, you know. How many, you know, you're just going to look around the league. I don't think teams learn from history. What do I mean by that? How many teams went out and, and tried to sign Antonio Brown and reboot his career or for it to end in disaster? It's not what you want. You have to have a harmony within the locker room. And if the charges are not going to get the right fit, if the cap space isn't, isn't right, well, then those trades are not available. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of disappointed people out there right now. But, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and say trust the GM. But right now, I think he's in the hot seat. I think if John was here, uh, get well soon, John. I think if, if John was on the show, he would be laying the boot into Tom Telesco. Um, the team right now, uh, Dan, is, a, is attracting a lot of negative attention um, around the league. People are now starting to try and stick a fork into Justin Herbert. You know, we've got, we've got injuries everywhere. We're still in a position where we're second in the division. We've got a winning record. But it does seem like we're on in a glass half empty mentality doesn't it as opposed to glass half full well for sure there's been there's been so many kind of negative thoughts and emotions around that it does take the shine off the fact that we have a winning record one of the better records in the league just because it's winning um we're in a tough division and we are second we're we're not last we didn't get shut out the other day Oh, yeah, there's there's good. definitely oh, that was good. That was good. There's definitely been <laughs> been been worse performances, even like given the expectations. Uh, you look at the expectations that were placed on us at the start of the season. There was expectations that everyone in our four was going to go like fourteen and three somehow, uh, and that's just not going to happen. It'll happen to us, of course. We'll go fourteen and three, um, but <laughs> it it can't be brilliant for everyone. And yeah, there's there's a lot of negative thoughts, but I don't know. I I still want to have faith in the players at least. Well, I mean, I, I've I was as you do on the on the way to work, you sort of think about what's going on behind the scenes, and you're thinking, you know, as the front office having a couple of days off, are they working extra hard to um, find out where the problems are? You know, because Joe Lombardi's severely under pressure. Um, yeah, he seems a little out of his depth at times. And you just, war, war, well, they just want yeah. him to take that breath and go, okay, what's actually a good idea here? Yeah, Not I just running on auto. I mean, Warren Sharp's been sticking the boot into, uh, into Joe Lombardi, you know, and I think the criticism's just justified because when you've got a player like Justin Herbert, whether he's 100% healthy or whether he's 80% healthy, he's still a quality quarterback. And when you're not seeing um, him playing like he has done in, a, in the previous two seasons, it does make you wonder, yes, we are struggling with wide receivers uh, getting separation. Um, it looks like we're trying to change things up. Um, running games faltering. You know, we, we've played without Corey Lindsley. We've got no Rashawn Slater, but Salia's coming. There's a lot going on, uh, and it, it's it's whether or not teams can adjust, uh, and it's whether or not they can outfox the defense, and we're we're not seeing that at the minute. Now, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the Falcons later on, but this is a great chance to for, for Lombardi to uh, open up that playbook and get and get the offense cooking. But we're we're not 
bolstered by reinforcements. The four point nine seven. We've got one. We've got one reinforcement. We've signed someone today. Oh, have we? Is that breaking Kicker news? Cameron Dicker. Oh, Cameron Dicker. Well, uh, yeah. Because uh, Taylor Taylor Bertolet's injured. He is as no, well I'm... as Dustin Hopkins. And this is the thing we've, we've brought a kicker in, but you know he's not going to be catching a, a ninety-yard reception. I bloody on, hope uh, on not. Sunday. Night. No, <laughs> if, if it gets that uh, desperate, we are really in trouble. But the four point nine seven million dollar cap space uh, remains, uh, and the Chargers have got a role with what we've got. Keenan Allen looks like he's had another injury setback, which is really, really depressing. Because boy, could we do with him out there right now? Um, but I, I don't see. I don't think we'll see him until week ten uh, at, at the very earliest. Joey Bosa is still probably three or four games away uh, potentially. Um, you know, when he starts having his one-on-one drills, if he has a reaction to that groin injury, that's going to set him back. Uh, we, we don't want to see the that. Way th- I'm just expecting everyone to have a reaction to their injury, everyone oh. to have a setback, because it seems like that's that's the trend we've got going here, is no one can get healthy and stay healthy. JC Jackson, get healthy. Yeah. We, might, we might see him again in 2023. Um, a huge signing. Came with I mean, did we see stuff. him this year, really? No, no. <laughs> but again, it's looking at all the, the facets and the, the components, the decisions, Dan. The decision for him to have that surgery late on, before, you know, right, right, well, right in the middle of, 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 of pre-season and then sandwiched at the side was, was a regular season. Somebody has to take responsibility for that. You know, Kenneth oh, sure. had his operation early enough on that he, he could recover and, and get back into uh, training camp and have some sort of preparation behind him. I, I think it takes an, an absolute tier one top 1% player to actually be able to uh, come back from an injury, uh, get out onto the field uh, and make plays without uh, being, you know, having any sort of uh, acclimation to, to their surroundings. Clearly, JC Jackson struggled. and Yeah, I mean, new team, new playbook, uh, new time yeah. zone. Everything's different and he's injured. So it's, it, was, it was never going to be a perfect start. You just hope it would have been an okay start. Yeah, it, it's a, it's been a perfect storm, really, uh, and the fact that storm on. We'll put a storm. That's a perfect storm. That is a perfect <laughs> storm. But in terms of injuries, poor play calling, Herbert getting injured, you know, we, we weren't expecting that. It's yeah, I mean, to be really fair, I thought the season was over as soon as he went down hurt, but then he carried on and played the rest of that game, and it was like okay, and then yeah, so the. Anything past there for from like week two, Dan, has been a positive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've got to we've got to try and stay positive. I mean, th- this is week nine coming up. This is it now. Um, if the Chargers are to keep stumbling through the division like we, we are doing, um, as what I mean by that is, uh, you know, uh, trying to keep pace with the with the Chiefs as, as opposed to actually being dominant in the division. You, um, we're going to be looking at a wild card spot if we can keep picking up the wins. So there's no rest for the wicked, as they say. And I think we'll see a some urgency in the charges this Sunday. If we don't, we're in trouble. But this is a massive test after that awful game against Seattle. 
that's that is another one of those classic games where the Chargers make a team who, who's mediocre coming to a game look like dead certain player contenders. Yeah, I mean, and it's quite ugly. Credit. They did then carry it forward and they won last week as well. They beat the Giants, who were yeah. also doing well, kind of unexpectedly. They were kind of in the same boat as being like, oh, no one thought you'd be this good, but you're doing well. Whereas we were in the case of, we thought you'd be better, but you're doing okay. So we're we're all kind of in that same region. But yeah, Seattle have put it together. They've taken it forwards, just like just like the Falcons have. They've not well, great, but I mean, if if let's let's talk. I tell you what, we'll go to a short commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk. We'll talk Falcons. We'll uh, sounds good to we'll get amongst them. Their schedule going forward looks interesting, and some of their wins have been interesting as well. But uh, more on that after this short commercial break. The Chargers have a chance to win the game. Go to five and three. Your kickers line up for an onside kick. The chance of regaining possession of sleeve. The stakes are high. The tension is higher. Your pulse is racing. He kicks. You watch. The ball lands. Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can make any $5 bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-gay parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-gay parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Welcome back to Charge Up Bolts podcast. You're joined by myself, John Wells Jr. and Dan King. We're here to talk Falcons, uh, week nine in Atlanta. Dan, it's been a bit of a eye-opening uh, season for for Atlanta. Beat yeah. Seattle, beat Cleveland, beat the 49ers, and then with an overtime win against Carolina. Um, they got blown out by uh, Cincinnati, 35-17. Narrow defeat to Tampa Bay. Uh, a narrow fe- defeat to the Rams and the Saints by a point in week one. So I think they're an up and down team. I think Mariota's um, he looks settled. Is their third highest uh, uh, Russian uh, yards man. He's, he's moving the uh, chains on the ground. Um, he is a good football player. I just don't think he's always made the right decisions. But he, he looks That's pretty fair. settled in Atlanta at the minute. And he can cause us some real problems. Yeah, I mean, thankfully for us, the our, our biggest injury problem right now seems to be wide receivers. And Atlanta's is their secondary. Yeah, I feel like they've had about 80 different players play corner for them. Um, and they've just and signed you, Rashad Fenton from KC, so that's yeah. 81. <laughs> and, and you touched on Mariota there. Yes, he has been up there with the rushing, but he had four games in a row where he threw for less than 150 yards. Yeah. 
uh, fewer than 150. Sorry, let me get that grammar right. Um, and he's he's not really lit up the the team in the way they they hoped. I think. I mean, they they had Matt Ryan for so long. He was calm, cool, collected, reliable, and they swapped to Mariota, and it kind of just fell flat. Now he, they have got the wins. They have got the wins um, as many as us. I watched that game last weekend um, against Carolina. Um, I wish. What did I you like? Um, not a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying um, it's difficult. Say there's the secondary. Are exactly, Panthers are not exactly lining up. The yeah, league, the, the Panthers. The Panthers are on their third string quarterback, but the Panthers have a really good defense, and for a good chunk of that game, it seemed like the Falcons couldn't really do anything against it. So I think if we show up, which, you know, we're coming off a bite, you'd like to think we would. If we can show up, um, physically dominate the line of uh, scrimmage, then I think it puts us in a good position to, to win. Because I don't think that they really have much to them other than Mariota's legs and Kyle Pitts. Um, the defense is, is okay. It's okay. Um, but the secondary hurt um their offense it's okay i like drake i just london, think they're I'll okay yeah I'll yeah drake honest, london I, I, I forgot about drake london yeah he's, he's been carrying my fantasy team a couple of weeks 30 receptions <laughs> for 346 yards i think and three touchdowns mate uh two touchdowns sorry so you know um yeah cal pitts there's a reason why the falcons took him with their uh, oh, yeah. first and uh, again he pick. took a while to get kind of acclimated yeah. to the league and he is showing that this year. I think he's got as many touchdowns or more touchdowns this year than he had last year, something well, like that. I think uh, Corderell Patterson is 90% healthy. Expect him to uh, get plenty of uh, reps on yeah, Sunday. That's, that's the big one because, I mean, wow. he's he's missed quite a few games at this point. He's missed half their games, but he's yeah. still their top rusher. So in and other he's words, not played for four weeks. So what we're saying is he'll put a dollar forty-five on the charges. Oh defense. yeah, at least, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not if we show up at the line of scrimmage. Oh dear! It's, but uh, hey, it's... Cordero Patterson's one of those special players that he's he's not great at one thing, but he's really good at a lot of things. And if they just get him some space, then we'd have to watch out. Um, you'd be relying on corners to track a guy with a lot of speed and do I think that many of our players could keep up with him pace wise? No, no. Um, maybe just see one of the secondary flying around out there, but I don't trust that any, anyone on our defense is quick. So they're not slow. They're not slow, but I don't think there's anyone with that electric power that could just, Go. So th- this is interesting because the Chargers came in off a bye week. They, they lost 37-23 to the Seahawks. Falcons beat the Panthers after Young Ho Ku scored that winning uh, uh, field goal. Nice conversion there. Former but, Charger. Former Charger. But the odds makers have got the Chargers at minus three and a half. 49 and a half on the over. And I, I'm like, wow, okay. So, again, there's, there's, I think there's a lot of faith there in the odds makers that the Chargers can get this one over the line, but I'm not so sure. I, I think 
Atlanta are certainly on their day, as they've proven, uh, four and four. It's it's either a win or a loss type situation. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah think I'd, that, I'd uh, always have that nervousness going against someone with the <sighs> the distinct skill set of someone like Marcus Mariota, who, I mean, hell, he can catch passes from himself. He did it in the playoffs. He did. <laughs> <laughs> You've always got to watch out for someone like that. I mean, yeah, look, right here, right now, with, with the healthy players that are available, you've got to fancy Atlanta on home soil. Um, but it's up to the Chargers now to pick their uh, heads up. You know, it's up to Brandon Staley to go after the, the any negative vibes in the locker room and just say, guys, you can win this, but we've got to execute. We, we do too much talking in the Chargers. That's a problem. And we're guilty of that on this podcast because we wear our heart on our sleeves and we always want to win games. But this is another game where, you know, if, if we come away from this with a victory, it kind of smooths over the, the cracks. If we come away from this with a defeat, well, we're back to 500 football. And it's like, well, what are we? What is this team all about? It's a, This then becomes a, a coin toss team. Win one, yeah, lose we, one, etc. That is, that is uh, something I was thinking. We do seem like we lack a personality at the moment. Yeah, and it's we're just kind of floundering as a what? What do we do great? Um, Not a lot. The special teams. Austin Eckler's pretty good, and yeah, Austin special teams. pretty good at special teams. Last season, you could argue in the season before that we were a pass-heavy team because of Justin Herbert's arm and his ability to get the ball down to Mike Dubbin, Keenan Allen. Unfortunately, our wide receiver and one Jaylen and wide Guyton. receiver two and, and are out and Guyton, yeah. You know, um, and we've never, let's be honest, we've never really replaced uh, Antonio Gates, have we, at tight end? No, I mean, Hunter Henry had a good couple of years. Yeah. But, and he's, he went to New England and has just disappeared. Yeah, so. yeah. So, you, you know, uh, Henry came in with, with lots of uh, promise. You know, I, I thought that... Uh, He'd do well for us, and the Chargers obviously knew better to, to move him on. But we are we are missing pieces on our fence. Um, Khalil Max being a positive, we spoke about him last week. Yeah, um, but but I I don't think of us as a a defense first team. We've discussed no. how mixed the defense has been on yeah. this daily. Um, I don't think of us as hard hitting. Uh, I don't think of us as ball hawks. As you know. Pass heavy, run heavy. We're, we're nothing. We're everything and nothing. So I'd, I'd like to see like a statement performance, just to go out there and show that hey, yeah, Herbert's really good, and hey, like Khalil Mack, get some sacks. Uh, I'm not saying that he wouldn't. I'm not saying that he won't. He's a very bad man, and I don't want him to come after me. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, where's Where's um, the kind of, I don't know, it's, it, there was that well, scorching impact in week one. This, this is it. If I had said to you, head into week nine, Khalil Matt would be on six sacks, you'd have said, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I said last week that my bold statement was that we'd have two players in double-digit sacks. Yeah. So I've, I've got a lot of faith there. Um, but if I'd have also said to you... I want to see week, it happen this week. It, it, also, if I'd have said to you week one, Going to week nine, second on the list of, of players with sacks would be Morgan Fox with two and a half. You'd have yeah. gone, what? What are you talking me? about? What, what are you talking about? But that is the case. You know, you've got Drew Tranquil and Derwin James. 
two sacks apiece. And obviously Joey's... And they're always good sacks. They, they throw in yes. there as well with those those just sneaks. They're always always fun to watch. Kenneth Murray, no idea what's going on with him. Uh, really disappointing. I don't think anyone's... It, it was funny. Um, the in, Back in the Seahawks game, at the start of the game, when they're talking about... Um, their running back K9, and he just got blasted by Kenneth Murray. That was funny. That's the only thing I can remember Kenneth Murray doing all year. Well, um, I mean, if you're if you're sat here right now as uh, in the Falcons, uh, you know, quarterbacks room or any of their rooms, wide receiver room, whatever, you're going to be looking at the Chargers tape and thinking this is a team with a soft underbelly, um, also a soft side, if you like, as well, uh, and a soft center. And it, as a, from the a point of perspective from Atlanta, if, if they don't win this game, they're going to see this as a massive missed opportunity because at the minute they're leading the NFC South, playing five, uh, 0.500 football. They've got a great chance to extend that lead in the division. So for them, this is a big game as well because ultimately this is a week nine game that you could look back at the end of the season and go, if only we won that game. In overtime, yeah. this this kind of game needs to go out and win. Yeah. We need to show that we can beat division leaders, which is weird to think with the Falcons because that division is its whole own other issue. Um, if but, the Chargers go on another four or five series of three and outs, I don't know what's going to happen on Twitter because the oh, people will be of, calling for Joe Lombardi's oh, head. Yeah, uh, and, and Tom I, Telesco as well at that point because people will be, why didn't we add? Why didn't we add? Why didn't we add? Yeah, and, and I know uh, Daniel Popper, fine journalist, he's he's been getting some stick for not re- really being aggressive with the questioning, but he's his job's to find balance, find balanced arguments, um, not necessarily to go in there and start throwing uh, slinging mud uh, at the front office. But I think the longer this period of inconsistency goes on, the longer that we're going to see, uh, or the more we're going to see frustrations uh, from the fan base. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's frustrations in the locker room as well. The, the louder those frustrations get, the more heat is dialed on the front office, the head coach, his coaching staff. Right now, the, t- the charges are a very turbulent team. If you were to underline every single NFL team with a green, amber or a, a a red marker, you would have to say that underneath the Chargers uh, name w- would be an amber marker because yeah, yeah. there are people on the verge of getting fired. Um, I'm not saying right now, but certainly if, if this trend yeah, if this continues season, at the end of the season, there will yeah. be changes. Yeah, whether it's Brandon Staley, whether it's uh, whether the Spanish family sack uh, or fire... Um, Tom Telesco, who knows? But yeah, John John actually um, tweeted about it yesterday. He tweeted, he retweeted Popper, I think, saying um, it might have even been the Staley press conference saying that Staley and Telesco are talking about this move wouldn't be right for us next year. But it's like, well, if you don't do something, there might not be a next year. Well, like, this is it. Because ultimately, general manager he hires and fires, but he. Is not. Uh, I've 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 not been a fan for a good few years. I, I've mentioned a few times the piece I wrote two seasons ago about how he was one of the longest serving but worst performing general managers. Yeah. 
but uh, you know and and i think the, the, the job me, the job obviously isn't all about the picks and how well no, they do it's not but, but then you look at les sneed the, the, the draft yeah. picks that, that they made and then the free agents uh they, they went after and then the trades that they went after you know bringing in the likes of von miller and then bringing eric weddle back that was aggressive yeah. move designed to win the Super Bowl. That's exactly what they did. And like seemingly the the Falcons GM they were saying during the game last week was a former uh like personnel assistant in I think it was Green Bay. Um and yeah, seemingly doing a, a good job. And it's just I'd like to see someone on our team doing a good job. <laughs> that, well, that's yeah, all I, I mean... want. Someone, anyone, just do a good job. <laughs> you know, we we've we've we're we're in a position now where we're we're questioning everything that that happens because yeah. the wins are, are narrow, uh, the defeats have been narrow and ugly. Um, I mean, the defeats to Jacksonville and Seattle are not palatable. You you, you kind of don't feel as bad when a team gets uh, beaten in overtime if it's a shootout. You know, you go back to the Browns when we beat the Browns at 48-41 last season. That was a shootout, could have gone either way. Um, and you're like, wow, that was a great game. But when you're coming off the back of a loss against Seattle, it's it's not palatable, regardless of the fact that we've got key players who uh, are out because of injury. There just doesn't seem to be any strategy to win. The, the play calling has been suspect. Some of the, the fourth and Staley's have been unnecessary. Um, and when things start going wrong, the the mistakes are amplified. Because if you're winning games 38-21 or 35-24 every week, people don't see the mistakes. They're not interested. They're looking at the positives. And, and now we're in a position where we're worried about this game. I don't think we'll win on Sunday. I'll, I'll tell you now, it's not very often I, I don't think, I, I come into a game saying I don't think we'll win, but I don't think we'll win on Sunday. Now we're but, saving all our points for a 50 burger on the Chiefs. Yes, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> what's, your, what's your prediction, Dan? I think it'll be, um, I don't know, let's say 16-13 Chargers win. I think we miss an extra point. Yeah, I, was, I, I don't have faith in it. So I've got a, a good friend up in, in Yorkshire, John Schofield, massive football uh, fan, a huge uh, Falcons fan. And uh, we, we were joking uh, earlier on this week and I, I just texted him and said, I've got, I've got a prediction for you uh, about the Chargers Falcons. I just went 3-3. Three, three. And he said, <laughs> uh, Ty, yeah. He said, he said yeah. That, he said that's after overtime as well. <laughs> I, I watched um because he's apathetic about the Falcons. the Falcons. That's fair. They're they're not great. And that's why we need to go out and win. But I, I watched the last Chargers Falcons game uh at a best friend's house who is also a big Falcons fan. Um so us winning that in overtime uh while sat in his house in Norwich was was great to watch. Um, well, your your prediction of us beating the Falcons 16-13 is very bold, Dan, because only once this season of the... Uh, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that. The last uh, three games that the Atlanta have played have scored 28, 17 and 37. Yep. So I'm going to go for 24 Atlanta, 14 Chargers. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised... Uh, and that's a shame. 
but that's the state of things. That's it. I think it's time now to be, you know, the first six, seven, eight weeks of the season. It's time to have a bit of fun and see how things are going. Now we're at the serious end, going down that long stretch towards the playoffs. But I've, I've seen nothing from this team that gives me any confidence, you know, and that's really sad considering Justin Herbert's under centre. But it, it, it is, it, we, we are where we are. It is what it is. Um, we need we need Bosa back. We need Keenan Allen back. We're not going to get JC Jackson back. And, and we need some of our fringe players to, to step up and make a mark. We need Mike Williams back. But mm-hmm. I, I believe he's out of his air boot now and walking. So, Which is promising because it looked horrendous at first. Yeah. Um, but for them to say what, it was a high ankle sprain? Yeah. Rather than a break or anything, then just hope for the best, eh? It, it does make you wonder, you know, get some proper turf down, all these artificial Yeah, tops. I saw a few I'm people sorry. complaining about that after the game. I'm sorry. You know, you, you look at uh, rugby and soccer, majority of the professional, uh, in fact, all the professional uh Pitches certainly in in the top European leagues are all um, organic turf, um, and it, it, it is not good. I've played on four G pitches. Your shins and your kneecaps feel like they're going to explode after about thirty minutes. Um, but who are we? We're just podcasters, you know. <laughs> what, what, I still have know? a scar on my knee that I've had for about twenty years from playing on astroturf. So at least it's not quite that bad. But, well, yeah. yeah. What what are they playing on in Qatar? Is it sand for the World oh, Cup? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Will I be watching? Maybe. Apathy. That's what I can say about soccer right now. More apathetic than I've ever been, especially with um, with the World Cup coming up. Out of out of uh, kilt with the rest of the uh, tournaments going back yep. to uh, the nineteen thirties. But look, back to the NFL. Big game on Sunday. Let's hope the Chargers can win. I'm not confident, but I'm happy to be proved wrong. I'm happy to see Justin Herbert airing the ball down to whoever's going to catch it. Probably Austin Eckler, who's been absolutely outstanding this season. He's, I don't think we've given him enough credit. Um, so we're going to need him to have a super game uh, if, if we're to get, get anything out of it. So any final thoughts, Dan? I just come back to that that one point. I just want to see someone do good at their job. Just That's, that's all I want. We don't ask for much. No. <laughs> Just 50 burgers now and again. Yeah. <laughs> and again, and again, and again. <laughs> Where can we find you on socials, Dan? Although I'm uh, not enjoying Twitter at the minute because there seems to be more adverts. Funny old thing, that, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm at UKLA Charges, and we've recently updated our YouTube page to now be youtube.com slash at charge.bolts. Love it. Yeah. No underscore, just all one, all one thing. Charged up bolts on it's, YouTube. It's about time to sort out the handles on there. It's, it's better late than never. But next thing they'll start charging for subscriptions. Yeah, as well, well, Elon Musk will be buying that out next as well. Mm. You know, there'll be sixty-five adverts in a, in a one-hour clip. <laughs> you can find me uh, at Endzone eighty-five. Don't forget to follow John at Adroit Airs hashtag Audible Chocolate. You can follow Bez at Bez the Spaniard. Main Charged Up Bolts account is Charged Up underscore Bolts. And you can find the podcast at Charged Up Pod. We'll be back next week to preview the Atlanta game and hopefully talk about Keenan Allen returning to the team. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. This is Rashawn Slater, first-round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up.